The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host... A jelly donut! David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you, and I care. Barry Stein. I'm going to use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Back from the Dominican Republic and back to reality. Mr. Jonathan wants to bang out some letters in the mailbox. They're piling up, and we got another cigar from the care package to get to. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar <coughs> podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top Ten Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened-to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. As promised, I said I'd bring back a cigar from the Dominican Republic, and I was waiting for somebody to show me something new that's coming out, and uh, I didn't ask for extras. He happened to give me extras, so just enough extras. Um, And this is a cigar that is obviously made in the Dominican Republic by a manufacturer who has other cigar lines and things like that. And this will be a brand extension, meaning not just the size, but if they have a certain line, now this is another line with that name, but the, if you want to call it the Maduro version or whatever it is, it's not... You're being awful secretive. Have you been sworn to secrecy? I have been uh, that... You know, when they give it to me, nobody's had this yet. I want to know your opinion of what you think of this. Uh, let's look over the pricing, how, how would it be priced. Uh, I don't want to say much to you because I actually want your opinion of it. Um, and maybe he's listening. And um, So you're nice. saying it's be a nice. he? It is a he. It is a he. I'll give you that. And all it's right. That eliminates, that eliminates uh, and, and, all of and the female-owned cigar manufacturing here's facilities. Here's the thing. I want to be secretive to it. Um, it, for a few different reasons, when they, when and if they're going to release this and say they're going to do it, that's their decision. You know, I can't jump in and say, today's the day, because <laughs> I decided it is. Um, but obviously, no band on it, no nothing, but um, packaging is beautiful. The bands are going to be beautiful. Everything's going to be there. But um, this is a step up from... And really a, a true bench sample it's not correct they haven't put the time and energy into making the final product look as aesthetically pleasing as possible they right. probably used the secondary wrappers things that are a little uglier that are going to taste the same so as not to waste the what, good stuff and what they're going to do is they get they, their national sales meeting was two days later and they were going to do the same thing to their people and then at that point they say okay we got this uh, you know, because it's a shame to end up doing it, and then people say, now's the time to say the bad things. Of course. It's going to be bad. And then um, they'll go into full production immediately following this, which is probably now. And um, they'll show this at IPCPR, which is seven months from now, and maybe come out with it two months after that, nine months, because that's how long you want the cigar to sit. Uh, I'll tell you right out of the gate, it is firm as hell. 
I'm, I'm concerned with how firm it is that maybe we're not going to even get a draw on it. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a bench sample. And really it, firm. It, it was fresh as can be. Um, but then, obviously, when I had it, now we, now we got a week on it, or close to it. There's a nice amount of oils on the wrapper. Yeah. You know, you say it might be a secondary wrapper, but it's a good-looking wrapper. It's toothy. Yeah. I, I like a cigar like this. Me but too. So, some people look at it and say it's it's bumpy and it's... Um, Rustic looking. Yeah. Not but, quite as rustic as the next cigar we're going to smoke. No, but. no. Um, but um, it's so interesting to see where, they, where they're going or where they think they're going. And then they talk about, uh, and I'll get into it, of um, you know what's hot, what's not hot. And sometimes their thought of what's hot and what's not is different than what we as a retailer is. Correct. And um, they take that opportunity. They're smart enough to talk to a retailer when it comes <coughs> down because we're the final place where it's being sold off to the end user. Uh, without that information, they're you know shooting in the wind here, and they don't, they don't know what um, the thoughts are. Now, I can just go by past experience. What happened up until this point? Does sometimes it change, and all of a sudden people are into Coronas, or all of a sudden into torpedoes, and you know what game changes? But as of today, I gave my opinion of okay, here are the sizes. This is, I don't think you should go with this. This is too thin. This is too thick. This is too long. This is too whatever. Um, and then again, I give my opinion, and I might might leave, and they might say, yeah, we're doing this anyway. Guy's crazy. That's happened. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh, but they're, they're listening anyway. All right, so let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I got a draw. Good. Um, it was very wet when I smoked it. Um, which um, seemed a little soft to me, and it's funny that we're saying how firm it is. Mm. It was the opposite at that time. And well, what you had, yeah, was it just rolled when you first? Yeah. Moved? Well, there's more humidity, so there's more uh, elasticity yeah. in the wrapper, what have you. So it's had a chance to dry out some. Yeah. And what you have to do when you do that, and Barry, you've been down there and, and gone through this process too. You're getting bench samples as these things are happening, and they say something in Spanish to the guy. He does it and then hands them to you, and then we sit around and smoke these things. You have to get past that. You have to actually put those bitter components because it's wet, uh, the soft components because it didn't dry and it's not firm to the thing. You put that aside. You keep, don't even bring it up because you're, you're such an amateur if you do and you're saying, oh, you know, it seems to be wet. Yeah, we just took it off the bench, you idiot. <laughs> uh, you know, get past that and then and you get into the complexity. So it's, a, it's amazing what a week yeah. has done. And, and it's, not, uh, it's not underhumidified. It's got a good squeeze to the foot. So as I take the draw, I taste the factory. Yeah. I taste what the factory smells like. But it also like. feels like give it a little bit more time, and there's like a little sweetness in the background. Yeah. With a little bit more time, that's going to come more to that's the front. That's um, Madagascan vanilla that I'm picking up. I the dry I, taste. I, I could see that. So, listen, nobody nobody else has smoked what we're smoking now, so you can't be wrong. <laughs> you say anything you want right now because nobody, nobody is going to I think take... you know me well enough to know that I'm saying whatever I want. This anyways. is the time to use Chinese peapods because nobody will really? know that you're wrong. But the thing is... Ted Sullivan sometimes uh, says like, so do, much without you, saying anything. How do you do both of them at the same time? It's he, magic. He has he has experience. You, you got something going on there that I, I don't do. know how you did that. Do you know how he did that? 
Barry? No, but I've heard that, you know, he has a way of pushing two buttons at once. Yeah? <laughs> I, I do like to push buttons. <laughs> so my lighter says, at my age, I need glasses. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. I do need glasses at my age, but was this actually handed to me on purpose? Exactly. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Two very familiar brands have begun appearing on cigar accessories from the Lotus Group. And uh, the company has entered in with a partnership with Lifestyle Brands LLC to bring you the Margaritaville lighter. They also have cutters, ashtrays, and cases. All with the items bearing iconic imagery and lyrics from singer-songwriter and best-selling author Jimmy Buffett. And today we are going to use... Best-selling author? You wrote a book? Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Enough books to be best-selling. Really? All right. So today we're going to be lighting our cigar with the Vertigo Musket, this 3499 triple jet lighter featuring single action, the patented Vertigo big ass tank, easy adjustment at the bottom. Again, it retails for $34.99. This is the Vertigo Musket. Wasted away in Margaritaville. Barry, you been drinking? Uh, yeah, I fell off the uh, wagon last night. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to, uh, I had to ask Jonathan for help on something and it drove me to drink. Here we go. <laughs> I had one. Yeah, that's unbelievable. So that doesn't seem to be a problem. One bottle or one drink? No, one drink. Yeah. Well, we didn't ask him how many ounces the drink was. So I'm sure it was a heavy pour. It, it was probably closer to a double. Yeah, that's not bad. The longer he talks about it, the bigger the drink gets. So it was a $7 Florida Cognac. Okay. Um, a um, very aged tobacco. Yes. So fresh rolled cigar, but using very aged tobacco. So that's all we're dealing with it here anyway. Um, looking at the roll, um, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. We look like uh, like a little tubes in here, right? Yeah, looks like it could be in Tubau. Yep. Which uh, this this guy is not known for that, but I see that. And even though it's a bench sample, and we just lit it. The burn line is really thick. Yeah, that's why I'm looking at the tobacco yeah. and saying it's very aged tobacco because mm -hmm. I can see that. Um, this is this has a little bit of a cinnamon component to it, but it's like a dentine gum that you've been chewing on for a little while. It's not in your face, aggressive on the tongue. It's very subtle. So we on the would, back end. So no, you not knowing, but I know the other lines that he does of this brand. This is his most full bodied. And we all agreed to that minutes into it, that this is the most full-bodied of it. Um, I saw a lot of that. We're talking the Dominican Republic. I saw a lot of that, that people are making full-bodied cigars. Um, I also felt that um, the Dominican was almost saying it's our turn again. They want to be forefront. Um, they, didn't, they don't like the idea that the Habanos Festival in Cuba is actually on the same exact day, and that they believe Habanos did that on purpose, to try to take wind out of their sail, that a lot of attention goes to Nicaragua. Very proud people in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. And I think you're going to see a, a strong Dominican presence this year. A little bit of a resurgence. Yeah. It seemed like they, they're coming on strong. That they, they want to be noticed. Well, well, the popularity of Nicaraguan cigars shows that, the to a degree, I'm not saying totally, but to a degree, the strength that the consumer prefers has shifted a it little bit. It has. And now they need to play catch up. Yeah. It's such a farce. The strength has not shifted even one iota. Mild cigars still outperform strong cigars. Yes, they do. Yes, they 30 do. to 1. Yes, they do. The, the sh there is but, no shift. But maybe it was 35 to 1. 
And now it's 30 to 1. No. I believe it I is work on the floor every single day. Mild cigars outsell full-bodied cigars 30 to 1 every day, all day. Then why, it is why, not changing. Why, why was it 10 years take, ago? Yeah, why did Nicaraguan take the lead I this didn't year? work 10 years ago. Right, I did. But I worked last year. It's the same. I worked the year before that. It's the same. It's not the same. You're, Barry's right. You're wrong. Barry's right. I, well, I'm telling you. It is. I'm it, smart. You're dumb. I'm big. No, I think I might I'm be right, having a heart wrong. attack over and here. There's nothing you can do about it. It's the big is, one it, is, is it? It's not dramatic. Did, did no, full body guys take over? No. no, but it is shifting. It is going that into that direction. So maybe there are more seasoned cigar smokers now. There's not a lot of new people getting in. I hope that's not true, but not a lot of new people as ages go to 21. We lost 18, 19, and 20 year olds. So that would be a mild cigar guaranteed. That's that a single a single mild cigar. The mild cigar smoker buys them by the box. It, it's moving. And I think that's it's moving. Even a mild cigar is a little more full body than it used to be. Yeah, it's not your grandfather's that's Connecticut. Right. It's not your grandfather's <laughs> Connecticut. And I'll tell you why. It's because they ha- they have learned in the past ten years of what to do to that tobacco plant because they do want more Lajero. They do want fuller body. More. It's more expensive. So as the growers are growing, they want more. The monogamy of the fuller bodied smoker isn't there. I will give you that. So that guy is up for grabs. If you're looking to do pull off a brand switch, your brand switch is going to be more likely to happen on the fuller bodied stuff because that guy likes to bounce around. I'm not saying that's not true what you're saying. I'm just saying that now it went from 35% to 30%. I'm one in 30 into from one in 35. It's going to, uh, we're, we're, selling, we're selling more fuller body cigars than we used to. And we got another vote in. Oliver says he's still wrong. Meaning that, you, of course, Jonathan. Oliver yeah, whatever. from United Cigar Watching. Oliver. Is he watching? Yes, Hi, he Oliver. <laughs> Come up. You haven't been on the show in a long time. Um, what they also like you to do is exhaust it through your nose. And they yell at me as yeah, I no, don't. Not doing it. So you do it. Well, come on, do it because it's important at, at this time because it, you're going to taste things it, you would taste. It actually li- is important yeah. because I think because it's still a young cigar, you mm-hmm. get almost a tartness on the tongue. Oh. But in the retro hell, you get the hint of sweetness to come. Yep. I concur. There's a little bit of cinnamon, cinnamon on the uh, retro hell. Almost stripped on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got the cinnamon without retro hailing. I was able to pull that off. If we look at if, it's full body, I got to still take you to task on this. If we look at the three brands, and because Oliver jumped on, it came to mind. You look at Atabay, Byron, Bandolero. Atabay is continuing to outsell Byron, which is a fuller bodied cigar, two, three to one. And then you go cut that price in half to go to Bandolero, the fullest bodied offering in that portfolio. And it doesn't sell a fraction of what Atabay does at two and three times the price. Because mild is where it's at. That's yes. the guy buying boxes. So my argument for that is the guy that's buying a 20 to $33 cigar is a guy that's a little bit older and has a little bit more of a disposable income. He's your older cigar so smoker. So like a grandfather. So he, he's going to reach for the milder cigar versus the 25 to 30-year-old who's going to reach for a stronger cigar. Do you smoke the new Byron? Yeah. And? Spectacular. It's full-bodied. Yeah, I, I smoke everything, and I happen to like Byron better than I like Atabay. Ah! That's me, but you look at the sales, and it's ridiculous. Well, it's brand new. It's and a brand new line. 
It's a brand new size. Is it a brand new line? It's not a brand new line. It's a new world out there. It's a new world. It's changing. It's changing subtly, not dramatic. It's not changing the world. But they got to look at it. So they're planting tobacco three years from now. They're doing things that's going to happen I understand that now. they're going to try to predict this. And Correct. I think that the guys that make cigars, they fight you every single time about making a mild cigar. They fight you on it. Yeah. They like stronger cigars, and then now they're making something that they like. Well, remember, so if they're buying tobacco, they're paying more for the stronger cigar, and that gives the imagination of it's more expensive, therefore it is better, therefore I, I should be making more of these better cigars. It doesn't make it better. It's a different cigar. But I think that the, I know that the plants, that the crops are – so I go down. Let me see how the crops go in this year. The they had very little rain, so they're actually bringing in um, uh, filtered water onto the tobacco fields to add water to it. The plant is growing smaller than normal, but it's more potent. And they said it's the perfect climate. They're loving what's happening. And as a matter of fact, I talked to two growers, and both of them are going to make a second grow season this year because it was so good and that never happens do you think that the fact that their crop is coming in stronger makes them think about making stronger cigars three years from now well they're doing it now they're doing it right now and because that's what's on their mind they've it, got the, the fuller body tobacco it's very fresh it, you know right when you now, make hay happening you know when you make hay when the sun, correct sun, yeah Oh, we got all this strong tobacco that we're growing. If any, Let's make if strong cigars. Ever, if anybody ever wants to argue with somebody, just talk to Jonathan. It's an instant <laughs> argument or whatever you're trying to say. You just go into that argument mode of let's turn this because into I Because I believe what I believe. I you know. haven't changed my mind. Well, I just came from there, and I'm telling you what's going on. You're telling me that they're growing stronger tobacco, and they're thinking it, they're going to make stronger cigars. I wonder why. They have all this strong tobacco. Which country makes stronger cigars, Nicaragua or Dominican Republic? I think the Dominican has the capability of going uh, stronger. Of course he was going to say the answer. He just dodged the question. Yeah. You could be a politician. You could be a politician. I'm thinking about it, actually. I'm thinking about running. You should. Go for, like, selectmen or something. Yeah. Because you could argue any point with anybody. and I haven't. There's no argument. He asked me a question. I made a statement. I think it's going to be Dominican that can make a stronger cigar. Not what could be who, who is right who, now. Who makes a stronger cigar right now? The strongest cigars that I know of oh, in the shop are Dominican. So, La Flor Dominicana. But if take a country for country, and, and the answer is Nicaragua makes full of body tobacco, grows full of body tobacco, period. That's it. And usually when Dominican wants to add some juice into it, they add some Nicaraguan tobacco. Is there exception to it? Of course, there's exception. But as a whole, that's the way it is. And I'm telling you, they're making some full-bodied tobacco in Dominican. And what do you think of the cigar? It's very good. It's Strength. holding an ash. Strength-wise. It's, right now, it's shooting by medium. It started off oh, on the milder God. side, and it's shooting by yeah, medium. it's like a seven or an eight right now. Eight and a half. I'm not getting the heart palpitations. I'm no. not like, well, you're well, not it's very, it's very aged. Throw, throw a little through your nose. No. Get a little sting no, in your nose. I'm not Come doing on. that anymore. Come on. It's part of my New Year's resolution. No more hacking on the show. Yeah. You should try that, Barry. Well, you know, you should try being a real cigar smoker by retrohaling. They yell at you if you don't do it. You got to do it, especially tasting a blend. You really should. No. No, you're just trying to make me throw up. No, I'm not. I'm telling you, I just did it myself because I want to, and I had to when I was down there because they did it. I can make them do anything. <laughs> <laughs>
Come on, just. I can't get... do any more than that. Oh, oh God. Right at the. I'm starting to gag. Yeah, because it's a little too strong for you at eight and a half. But that's all right. Um, anyway, that's, let's take a peek into the asylum because I'm dying, dying to hear this punchline. Let's take a peek into the asylum <laughs> from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. This weekend, most of the Northeast is under a heavy snow warning. It's important to know that those with a heart condition not venture out to shovel, and if you do shovel, make sure you lift from the knees. Wait a minute, you don't use a quick jerking motion with your legs locked? Well, you like a quick jerking motion. <laughs> however, not, however, none of that is really necessary as a Virginia man has come up with the best way to remove snow. After researching his local laws and consulting with local officials, he determined it was legal to own a flamethrower. After buying one on the internet for $3,200, yes, you can buy them on the internet. I saw that. And a couple weeks later, he received his flamethrower through the mail. After a snowstorm last month, he decided to light up, and within minutes, his driveway was clear of snow. Now that is the correct way to be a flamer. Are you taking notes, Mr. J? And that's not only insane, it's asylum. <laughs> Friggin' proud of yourself? Yes, I am. <sighs> It was a layup, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you couldn't find that no, line? No, it was so obvious that yeah. I just couldn't find it. Yeah. <laughs> you had to start drinking to pull it off. Really? Okay. So uh, I go down. I'm, I, I am looking to see trends in factories to see what other people are doing uh, because we have our own brands too. And um, because of FDA, a lot of people are changing packaging. Um, not that we have to put the warning labels on now, but if you are making a packaging change and you know you need 30% of the front and 30% of the top that has to be there, you have to start designing properly. Right. I saw some great, unique stuff. Um, that you can't report on. Yeah. You're useless. Yeah. <laughs> you go in as the media. You're supposed to be did ruthless. You, did you sign a non-disclosure agreement? I did not. But then I you know can disclose. No, I know what to do. I know when... Uh, but the thing is, you're going to see this. Here's the advance of IPCPI. You're going to see some packaging changes. You're going to see some unique changes. You know, a box is not necessarily a box. is a box. You're going to start seeing changes. How much of the package changing is happening because it's allowed, do you think? Oh. Because the FDA said no new box counts, no new cigars. However, you can change the packaging. They came out and said it. Well, How much of that is be because they, that's what they can do? Because the argument was, for instance, J.C. Newman with, with their... Um, um, Older brands. The the one with the, their uh, grandfather on it. That's the... Uh, J.C. Newman? I mean, uh, Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. Caesar. In order for that to end up working, they said they're going to have to put the warning label across their grandfather's eyes or whatever it is. The packaging had to change. Right. It had to. But they weren't going to allow that. And when they allowed it, they said, oh, my God, okay, let's start making changes. So the, everybody else is looking at it, too, and says, okay, when we have to do this, it's going to look so terrible 
this way. It's going to look terrible no matter what, but there's some smart guys out there that are making some moves. That I think that this is a great opportunity for manufacturers to be able to highlight their existing product and make it look like a new product by simply changing the packaging. You know, though, sometimes the product comes in changed. And it works against them. And well, the says, you, you had the trademark when they changed, they, they got that lawsuit and they decided, okay, they're taking icon off the market Hammer and exactly, it, replacing yeah. it with mm -hmm. trademark they hired three guys to come into their warehouse and take in the u.s take the cigars out of the cellophane take the secondary band off put new cellophane and rebarcode them and it took them five weeks to be able to pull that off and everybody said the cigar changed and i'm like this this Three Guatemalan dudes taking the band off. They took the band off. The cigar is exactly the same. Legal Guatemalan dudes, <laughs> by the way. That's an important <laughs> distinction, I guess. But yeah, a lot of times packaging change works against yeah. the company. But I saw beautiful stuff. And, and that's another thing. So if they were doing it the old way or whatever, old packaging type of thing, all of a sudden it's fresh and new and live. We may be losing, we may be seeing the last sight of the Sea of Brown that we call it. Yes. Because people are now realizing that there are other colors yes. in the rainbow. And you know about rainbows. Yeah. That was another layup for you, buddy. There we go. Yep. You're going to see that. Um, they're gearing up. Um, and space is left for that. So you're going to see um, empty space, which actually looking at it as empty space, it's beautiful. There's nothing wrong Less with empty is more. space. Yeah. Really, really nice. Um, so they're asking um, what are the consumers asking for? Um, what's hot? You know, these are the different questions that's asked of me um, and asking me about things like shapes of gas, torpedoes and, and different shapes and things like that, which I know is really slowed down. And it's fresh from us that we do all these reports at the end of the year to see these things. And I say, no, it is. Yet I saw lots of shapes of gas. So it looks like they're gearing up, you know, different places that I looked at. Uh, here's the new thing and here's this shape and that shape and this and oh uh, you know and they say what and i said yeah shapes aren't so good make a robusto make a toro make a gordo they're all set right right what about uh, churchill's that's been a little slower this 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 so because everybody's toro is is six and a half inches it's almost a churchill anyway right. so just make the toro and then you've got space for the gordo yeah so it, it uh i believe from what i saw and i didn't go to nicaragua yet um, but right now, um, Dominican is gearing up. They're going to be the next big thing. Um, they were for many, many years. And for the past, I would say, five or six years or something, you saw the creeping up, up of Nicaragua. In the past three years, Nicaragua has, has taken over. Uh, now you're going to uh, – you, I can see them actually trying to uh, – they don't like it. And they're going to try to stop making some moves. What I do want to do on this whole show is I want to get to mailbags because they did pile up. We want to take care of them, let people hear, hear uh, their message, l let you know that we do care that you send it in. want you to keep sending, sending it in, but uh, let's, get, let's get to them today. The Krispy Kreme Killer writes through the Contact Us page, You guys are idiots for not watching this movie. There, I said it. The Godfather is a prime example of new Hollywood and the types of movies which include realism that have carried us to the present. Other examples of early new Hollywood films are The Graduate, Easy Rider, Butch Cassidy, and The Sundance Kid, and MASH. Prior to this time, the acting was theater-like and unrealistic, and the characters were wooden, and we just didn't care much what happened to them. 
If you won't see it for what it is, see it as a historical reference and the most noteworthy film to come through and usher us into this great era of film. Well, I want to say, you said we're idiots. Right now, the only idiot is you because yeah. I saw The Godfather. Dave yeah. saw The Godfather. Yeah. Ed Sullivan saw The Did Godfather. Did you see every movie that he mentioned? Uh, yes, I have. MASH is actually one of my favorite yeah. movies. Everything There is a great movie. I don't appreciate being called an idiot either because I, I saw it in 1972 when it came out. I believe that at the time that this email was written, he was referring to Barron's and I. Yeah. Uh, and I'm now I'm not seeing it. Because <laughs> so. that's, that's who he is, and that's not a surprise to me. But Barry not only saw it once, but he went again and watched it again and enjoyed it much more, did a little research on the film. What they were going for with the cinematography. Yeah. I do have to hand it to you. It, it, you did a great job with the review, by the thank way. Thank you. I appreciate that. It changed the way I looked at the film. And it, yeah. it raised the rating by about five points. And, and wait. And they ordered Godfather 2 because of it. Here we go. And Godfather 2, believe it or not, I believe is the first um, second movie or whatever. What do they call that? Sequel. Sequel. That's better than the first? To ever be better than the first. It was even better. And that's hard to say. Yeah, in fact, I took a film class in college, and we had to watch twice. You watch the movie, and then watch it again without sound. Really? And concentrate on the cinematography, yeah. Look at you, Ed Sullivan. What What is it that you can't do? I don't know. No, you don't it's even pretty, know. We'll, we'll find out. Good. Let's see if I can get through the show before you throw the yeah. compliments. If you, anybody hasn't read Barry's review, I do have to say it's me saying it. He did a great job <laughs> with the Feeling review. Okay. My dying days. No, I think the cigar is getting to me. You it's so me strong at this point. Here we go. <laughs> it finally kicked in on me. Yeah. And now I'm feeling like I should help Barry's for some reason. It's eight and a half. Because it's well aged and stuff, it's not getting me in the in the chest. It's not I'm starting to get, me. I am starting to get yeah. a little heaviness there. But I think a lot of it is because the cigar is in its sixth stage. Yeah. So there's an added nicotine content that hasn't sweated out of the cigar yet. Yep. So a sixth stage that happens to a cigar after they roll it, it starts fermenting again, and they put it in a plastic bag, seal it. It's going to start getting ammonia. I actually even traveled with the bag, opened up, left it. To be opened up and, you know, try to get it all out. You ever get somebody to roll a cigar for you and it gets put into a sealed bag and stuff. You want to open that sealed bag because it, it, it's ammonia and it's not tasting lousy. Uh, paper bag is okay. I, I work the mail order side of twoguyscigars.com. Yeah. I'm not shy about that. We have a, a, a nice amount of customers that always tell me, make sure it's fresh. Yeah. You don't want a fresh cigar. No. You want it aged a little bit. How about a glass of fresh wine? It's grape juice. Yeah, I think when they say fresh, they mean humidified properly. And all of our cigars are, so. Yeah, you can't have one that isn't isn't if they're coming out of the same warehouse, right? <laughs> Correct. So they're all the same. Jonathan, if you have big trouble, there's Oreos downstairs. There are. That'll be help with Snack think. Authority Oreos. You may want to pass on those. Was, <laughs> was it the Monster Stuff? Did you no, see? I did. His regular, there's double did. stuff. And I now heard about yeah. that. It's it's called the most stuff. Yes. And I may I may be picking up a package of those. <laughs> yeah, so am I. I would like to have one of them, but I I like a regular Oreo, by the way. Not a double stuff. No, the double stuff is where it's at. No, so you like I like the, the regular always, Oreo and a cold glass of milk. My whole life, I've always taken the Oreos apart and thrown away the cookie that has no frosting thrown on away. it. Thrown away? Why and was I your neighbor? mush the two Together, so I always had double oh. stuffed as a kid, and then they came out with double stuffed. That's so I would do the same thing. That's because you like white. Cream. Throw it away, and you get and the I most. would have quadruple stuffed, which is most, which is what that is. Yes. 
So you've so had this for years. Now I can take the cap off that, throw that away, and I can go even more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of the new Oreos is like 180 calories or something. 110 for a cookie. Whew. Yeah. So eating a whole That's row more of than that. butter. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> all right. So far, so good with the cigar. We're gonna. And the key to this is you got to go all the way with the cigar, right? And we got to smoke go, it slow. I got to yeah. slow down a little we, bit. We got to smoke the whole thing, and we're gonna do that. Uh, we come back. Gossip in the Dominican Republic. Uh, who is doing what and why? What are the changes? Who is buying tobacco? What is the next big tobacco being used? And a lot more. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper. Rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice. And available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum. Competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. 
And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed Off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Jose Dominguez from Jose Dominguez Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. Smoking a blend of tobacco that may or may not be used in a cigar in the near future. I'm quite sure it will. I'm quite sure they're going to go with this, uh, it seemed, as I was leaving. But then again, as I tell you, national sales meeting, ev- that's everybody's chance to say, no, don't do this. I don't see why they would do it. It's It tastes good. It burns mm. good. stronger than It's not going to be a go-to for me. It's too full-bodied. But Dominican cigar, if I, if I had told you. This was a Dominican cigar. I would tell you. I would not have guessed that. You would have said Nicaraguan because you know the majority of Nicaraguan cigars are more full-bodied. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Of course. Deny, deny, deny. What I will say about this is I typically have an issue with very strong Dominican cigars. Yep. I'm not having that issue right now. <laughs> not with this guy. You're not going to. So typically, I think that that happens is... There's got to, and this is the most important thing for people to understand when it comes to full body cigars, is 
Are we talking raw tobacco? Is it under-fermented, therefore it is strong? Or is it a full-bodied cigar because it's full-bodied, it's higher up in the plant, it's got more strength to it? And there's so many people that get lower-priming cigars, under-ferment them, and say, okay, here's a full-bodied cigar. And yeah, they're strong, but it's under-fermented. It's a whole different taste. It's the one that makes you sick, gives you a stomachache. Pity your stomach. I don't have any of that. I think this will, with age, once it's done, yeah. past the sick age, ready to be shipped, you see it in stores, it's not going to be that seven or eight cigar. I think it's going to drop down to a six or a seven. It's going to lose some of that strength. Look at the uh, just unbelievable burn line. Ed Sullivan, I'm going to pull this closer to the camera. I mean, it is completely straight across if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook Live. Completely straight across. There's no wavering. It's as straight a burn line as I've ever seen. Yeah, and usually if it's fairly fresh rolled, you end up with that wavy. So this is really well-aged tobacco. Yeah, it is. So those watching live in the chat room, Joe Gutt wants to know what's in the French press that we have here on the table that we're drinking coffee Ah, today. coffee. Uh, I don't know. I asked you guys if you wanted coffee, and uh, I just whatever was sitting there, I just poured in a French press and made it (laughs) because I needed more caffeine and more coffee to go with all those Oreos I ate earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I don't don't even know what it was. I didn't pay attention, but it's good. Yes, it is. Um, Okay, so... um, Cigars performing good, the burn, the taste, everything. And um, if the guy's listening right now, what would you think the price range should be on the cigar? Well, given how well it's burning, how packed with tobacco it is, if this is less than $10, I'd be surprised. Perfect. It's. I believe it's going to start at $10. So That's the, nice. the Robusto is at $10 and goes up from there to maybe 12 you know, depending yeah, on size, 10 to $12. That's where it, that's where it should yeah. be, for and, sure. And, that, and believe me, they sit there. It's important. Can, uh, that's another important thing to talk to a retailer about as you're smoking a cigar. Where could this be? And, you know, they may come in at $14 or something, you know, looking at the packaging, looking at the whole thing, and, you know, what's a comfortable place can that be? And, you know, part of my job is to go in and try to get lower price, you know. Right. But I try to, honestly, I try to go in there and help them and say, you can get to here, you know. And I looked at this, and this is where they were, and I said, you're okay. Yeah, I think you're okay. There's, there. there's $20 cigars that don't perform this well. Yeah. But a Dominican full-bodied cigar, um, to, to this level of what the cigar is, I, I, there, there isn't something I could um, say, okay, this is where it is. Now, keep in mind also that the labor costs in the Dominican are four times that of what um, Nicaragua. My wife's locked out of the car. I'm sorry, out of the house. Ah, all right. So. Take, care, take care of that. All right. I'm talking to you. Get, get your wife uh, in the house during the show, which is uh, the best time to. Right. Which is what <laughs> she happens. She just flew in time. from Miami. So let's, uh, good time to find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is 
the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles. Over the course of two full years, they are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And this week, Royal Agio Cigars USA announced that they ended their distribution agreement with Avante Cigar Company. Uh, the move is effective February 1st. This week, Virginia saw the proposal of raising the state tobacco age to 21 by Republican Delegate Chris Stoll. The move might seem like a surprise since Virginia is a big grower of burly tobacco, but the state is also home to Altria, who has endorsed a national standard of 21. So the cigarette company is saying, let's make it 21. 21. They've been pushing for their, for a 21 standard. They are so... And now their home state is pushing for They are it. so bad to this industry. And why would they do it? Why would they do it to themselves? They're just doing it to push the other guy out. Correct. If you can take some uh, sales away from another guy, you might put him out of business. Mm-hmm. And it's so brutal. Yep. And three other states also proposed to raise the 21, including New York, North Dakota, and Vermont. It's the fifth time Democrat George Till has attempted the measure in Vermont, and this time the proposal provides an exemption for those who turned 18 before June 1st, 2019. This week saw the release of the Byron 19th Century Grand Poema 2013 Vintage, which is limited to only 200 boxes. In addition, the Winston Churchill Limited Edition 2019 was also released. Both are available at TwoGuysCigars.com. And our friends at Miami Cigar announced that the Nesta Miranda Special Selection will be coming back out once again in its original Rosado blend in the spring of 2019. Is, it, is this the Dano? Dano? No, they're not doing the Dano. Oh. They're doing the original sizes, the Coffee Break, the All Torpedo, right. the Toro. Okay. And it's going to be similar packaging with the burlap and whatever. Ah. That Byron, I'm always worried when the next vintage comes out of anything. Yeah. It's so friggin' good. Yeah. I made you smoke it this week. Yeah. It was great. Amazing. It's amazing. There will be a review on the thecigarauthority.com this week on that cigar. Going back you to- You already smoked it? I have not. I'm uh, planning on reviewing it Monday or Tuesday. Good cigar, man. Going good. back to the- I'm an Atabay guy, but- Wow. Byron's hitting it on all cylinders. There it is. Yeah, good. Going back to- Going back to your uh, Altria story there. They are the only ones, I believe, that have a predicate-dated uh, vape device- Yes, because they bought into that. For some reason, <clears throat> they bought into Juul. Yep, they can they advertise into, on TV, and they can advertise on radio correct. with that. Because, because they're using it as a smoking cessation it, it, device. Yes, and they're the ones that ended up making the no. Correct. Uh, you know, they made it so they couldn't advertise. You want to talk about following the money. I mean, that one's a grand slam. Oh, How could the people in the government not see that this is a monopoly. And if you correct, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but they just bought into a Canadian company that mm. grows marijuana. Yes. So, yeah, they're in, they're in it all. They're very hard to beat, and they play very rough. Uh, you know, there's no talking with them. When everybody gets together and you're fighting over a bill and stuff, they're all by themselves. They don't play with others. Nope. They have an agenda. Their agenda is different than our agenda. That's the unfortunate thing of we all got to get together and we got to fight together and move, move things together. But their agenda is to divide and conquer. Because at the end, they'll be the last one correct, standing. Correct. I hate it. By the way, earlier we were talking about dipping Oreos into milk. Yeah. Chat room says since Girl Scout cookies are coming back out, you have to do Samoas and rum. Dip the Samoa cookie in rum. 
Can you do that? Sure. Now, here's a, here's a play that I'm sure you fat guys have never even thought of. What you do is you take the I double stuff. I resemble that, Mark. <laughs> you take the double stuff Oreo. You take the cap off. You scrape the double stuffing out, and you put that between two Samoas, and then you have the Samoa Oreo. And I'll tell you right now, it's a little bit of work, but it's fantastic. It's fantastic. You sound almost like an honorary fat guy now. Yeah. I love the Samoa. My favorite of the Girl Scout cookie. I go back and forth between that one and, and frozen, the, the, the mint ones. Oh, frozen. You put those, those uh, yeah. frozen and little peanut butter on them. Oh. Make a peanut butter Oreo out of it. All right. There. Getting all this Ed Sullivan for the Snack Authority. Next Johnny thing you know, in the knows. Snack Authority, How about go, going off the rails with Girl Scout cookies? Oh. And we do different stuff with it. That'd be fun. All right. I'm in. All right. I mean, you're going to call yourself the authority. You've got to really you gotta teach like, people how to experiment. So how can I get the – there is a new Girl Scout cookie this year, too. Does can they it, do that with FDA? Oh, no, that's, cook, <laughs> that's cookies. They can do whatever the yeah, hell they want. There's a new one, and I would like to know how I can get that as soon as possible. Uh, I'm sure Frank Corey's in the audience. Is uh, One of his stepdaughters are in the Girl Scouts. The new one yeah, as soon as possible. Chocolate chip caramel. Chocolate chip caramel. You're going to have to bring in an order order cookie, order sheet there, Frank, and we will rock yeah, your world. It's gluten-free. I'll still eat it. You ate them. Oh, I have to see. I have to get these things immediately when they come out. <laughs> we can take care of them. So we, I feel like we've gone off the rails. We did. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Do we have anything coming up in the calendar? We do. <laughs> Crying out loud. Coming up in the calendar next week, uh, live in studio will be Nick Melillo from uh, Foundation Cigars. He has a new line, the Tabernacle New Connecticut Seed Habano. This is not the. Um, um, Maduro? Yeah, yeah, it's not the... Connecticut Broadleaf. Broadleaf, right. It is a Habano seed grown in Connecticut, but it right. looks... And it's seed number 142 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's way better than the 141 that they had before. No, it's, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. He'll tell us to... We're going to talk to him about Connecticut tobacco, The history right? of Connecticut and Connecticut and, tobacco. And he knows that. He knows it off the he top of his head. He grew up there. It's where he got his knowledge and original yeah. knowledge. Should yeah. be a great yeah. show. And he was forewarned. Yeah. So he'll be ready. All right. And uh, bring it on. And come on up. And if anybody, as always, you want to come see the Cigar Authority live, it's uh, upstairs at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, right upstairs at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. And he'll be here from noon to two at least. I'm sure he'll stay later. Uh, he's a guy that, uh, you know, a young kid, he's kind of turning himself into a cigar celebrity. He's up and coming. But uh, he gets horrified by signing boxes. Really? Yeah. So buy a box of something. Buy a box and horrify them. I would love that. We'll get that on video. <laughs> Seeing I sell cigars for a living, let's horrify them. And he is a cigar celebrity. He had the sunglasses on last yeah, time because for the, the whole the, show. The bright lights. Yeah. Bright lights. I don't, I don't even see it anymore. It no. doesn't bother me. <laughs> no. So what's, uh, what are you hearing gossip-wise in uh, the Dominican Republic? All right. So um, prices are going up. Um, and that's across the board. Every country, uh, a, a big reason for that is user fees. Right. Uh, as, as we talked um, uh, earlier this year when we did the state of the cigar industry address, uh, user fees are going up from $67 million to $80 million. So where does that extra $13 million come? It comes in the raising of the prices. Some people ate some stuff as time was going on, hoping things are going to go away. I told you from the get-go, no matter what happens to FDA, the user fees will never go away because just follow the track of anything right 
Uh, it never goes away when it comes to that. Also, we talk about new packaging. New packaging means new printing of bands, new printing of box labels. Uh, you know, the, all the work that goes into all that, and there's a cost associated to that. There's two things under lock and key in the Perdomo facility. His seeds, seeds and his paper goods. His yeah. filettes, his bands, yeah. all that foil stuff. Only two things under yeah. lock and key. Big money. Um, they, uh, they were obsessed with my love for donuts. They were obsessed. Do you have every, any good Dominican go donuts? Go, What's with that donut? There is no Dominican donuts, and they more than one person pushed me to open a donut. I don't know anything about donuts besides eating them. I don't know how to make a donut. Triple D, Dave's Dominican donuts. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, if, although the people are getting bigger down there because they got fast food and all that stuff. The years I've been going, the people are getting larger. I don't know if there's anybody as large as me and you, but before I used to go and they were all little little yeah. people, and now they're growing up and I don't look so like yeah. get off the plane. Oh, my God. What the yeah, hell is there would this? be a lot of staring when I got off a plane and we're in a factory. Yeah. So that's going away. Um, there was a talk also about some gringo at Two Guys Smoke Shop who puts ketchup on his hot dog. That's Mike Damari. Yep, Mike he does. Damari. I found that out. Mike Damari here. Yeah, I, put Mike it, Damari. I put it on the sign because I feel like it's such an atrocity yeah. that people need to know. And uh, he was he was it upset. Is, it is an atrocity. Yeah. Yeah. He's, ketchup on a hot dog. That's sacrilegious. Customers were coming in saying, what are you, 10? I'd rather have, right. I'd rather have peanut butter and chocolate than ketchup on a hot dog. Peanut butter? And chocolate. On a hot dog? No, in candy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Can you follow along? Oh, my God. Hey, Jonathan. Have you ever put ketchup on a hot dog? It's so freaking gross. So oh, gross. Good. It is terrible. Mike Damari, what are you doing? I know you're listening. Terrible. Um, makes you rethink the whole hire, doesn't it? It so, does. So I look at tobacco when I go there, too, and what people are piling up on and what people are using. Ecuador, Sumatra, a lot of that. Um, Connecticut Habano seed, which we're going to talk about. It's out there. People are using it. Is Ecuador f suffering at all now that Honduras is able to grow a good uh, shade-grown wrapper? Is that why Ecuador seems to be branching out and going into other seed strains? I've never been to Ecuador. I don't know what, what they're doing, but they are certainly doing something. I thought that where there's a, a problem of... Connecticut broadleaf that, you know, it's just not good. There's not enough of it or something that, you know, usually, like you said, follow the money or whatever it is. Um, Sumatra, which is a country, you know, Sumatra, Indonesia, yeah. is almost like it used to be of Mexican tobacco, that it needs a new name. So Sumatra grown in Sumatra is looked upon less than Sumatra grown in Ecuador, Ecuador, Sumatra, you hear people mention, sure. but Sumatra, Sumatra, which is Sumatra, um, is look, up, look upon less. Yeah, it's cheaper. Or yeah, not looked as upon good. it. So they just need a new name because people are talking really good about San Andreas, yes. which is Mexican, Mexican tobacco, which nobody wants, but as San Andreas, so they just need a new name. But uh, that's what you see out there anyway. They just find it so interesting. They're all talking about acquisitions, and people are talking about different people that are there. There's no doubt people are going there talking to these people. Again, they end up signing non-disclosures and things like that, but everybody knows what their company's worth right now. I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah. 
So everybody's talking to everybody. Uh, but I'm seeing that um, these guys are getting big money offered to them, but they're not selling. So they're going through the process, and it's enough. But they're still not. They, but they, how much? They just want to feel good about what it's worth, and they want to stay in the business. How much of that do you think is that it's a, a, an unexplainable amount of money, but they look at it and go, all right, in 10 years, I could make that money, and I still own my company. Yeah, so there's there's a mathematical equation when somebody buys it. it it's by how Multiples much? Of earnings. Yeah, multiple of earnings. So let's, let's assume you make a dollar a year, and they're going to pay you at a 10 times multiple, which is a good number. In 10 years, you would have made your $10 back anyway. Right. So you look at that, and you, especially if you have a, a growing company, which most people seem to be, or the people I was talking to anyway, uh, some little guys are going under and things like that, but some of the bigger guys are getting bigger. They said, you know, I could probably do it in seven years. If the growth pattern I'm at, I'm going to get that in seven years, so why don't I just stay for seven years, and then I still have that, still have the company, and then maybe. But then again, you got to look and say, FDA, different things that happen in the industry. Right, right now, we're at the, at the top again, uh, where we were in 1997. This is the highest other than 1997 that we've been in. So therefore, you sell high, and, and you, you, know, you buy low and sell high. You're an older guy. Yeah. Do you have 10 years left? Yeah. Okay, so somebody comes in and offers you 10 times earnings. Right now, for Two Guys Smoke Shop, would you take it? No. Because in 10 years, you're going to make... Because I love it, and gotta, I want to stay here. you got to last 15 years, because then I'll be at retirement age. All right. I'm going to be selfish. <laughs> I mean, i, I got to live through it, but that's all. And I, I don't think these Oreos are helping or, or the donuts, but, and I'm not going to stop. I'm not a quitter. <laughs> uh, very interesting, though. It, it, it's good to look at all these things as we look down there um, and, and see what is going on and what their direction is because you can see into the future, basically. Right. I come back and I tell you something. I think this is going to end up happening. This is how you see what's going to happen. You see what they're doing and you can see what's going to happen, uh, what's going to be hot. Another thing uh, people are talking about is Cameroon. Major improvement on the Cameroon crop has happened. That's a dead, dead product, I'll tell you. You got Fuente that uses Cameroon, Potagas that uses Cameroon. Not a lot of people using Cameroon. This year, I think you're going to see Perdomo using Cameroon again. Ooh. Cameroon, Cameroon, or? Cameroon, Cameroon. Because they are growing Honduras. Yes. Yep. I saw that, too. Um, I think you're going to see a little comeback on Cameroon. That people are looking at it again, and supposedly the crop is better. Uh, it's been improved. The, the man that handled it all passed away. It went to the next generation. It wasn't as good as it used to be. And now it's been, Pete, they're saying down there, oh, my God, it's beautiful. It's improved, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's I'm, see. I had, kind I of a low-yielding crop, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And I'm curious to see how that plays because Cameroon was kind of big during the boom. Yeah. So it was a lot of newer cigar smokers. It's a sweet taste. Right. It's not that all it, that powerful. Now that you have all these uh, aged cigar smokers, people that have been doing it for a while, will they still be attracted to that sweetness? I think it'll be almost like a new, a new thing for a lot of people. A lot of people have not smoked cam good Cameroon. And um, I think Perdomo still makes a little size of one of their products because they had old Cameroon. Just, don't, you know, the crop was so small, they could only make a, a Corona or something out of it. Okay. And they make one thing still. Was it the half Corona in maybe. the tins, maybe? And it's an expensive tobacco because of the low yields. Yeah. So, so they're uh, looking at it again. So I, I think we, we may see that. Um, 
What do we got? We got no time for another mailbag. We're going to get to it in the next hour, I promise. We're going to bang these things out. But let's talk about this cigar. We're wrapping it up here. Uh, everybody's down to their last. Yeah, we're going last. To the final third. Final third. I actually don't want to put it down. I could see um, where this cigar is going to have a nice amount of sweetness to it. Um, with a little bit of strength, or more than a little bit of strength. It's calmed down a little, though. But it, it once it's fully aged and it's ready to go, it should be a, uh, a well-balanced, complex cigar. Because there are very subtle complexities in the background that with age will come up to the yeah. front. I don't know what the blend is. Uh, because I looked at just so many different things and I'm confused what it is and I didn't write it down because it would have been like stealing the recipe type of thing that you said as it was going on. But um, whatever the, the mixture is over here, it goes well together. It's, a- it, when, you, when you're smoking a cigar, one thing you, should, you owe yourself a favor to do is pay attention to the mouthfeel. More than just the flavors, and we, we talk about flavors and that gets a lot of hype, but the mouthfeel, is it just straight down the center of your tongue? Is it engaging your full palate? Full palate. This is full, full palate. palate engagement. Yeah. It's, you can tell, it, we said it over and over again, it's well-aged tobacco, but it, having that full palate engagement allows you to have different types of flavors. you got a little salty going on there. you got a little bit of sweet, and those two balance each other out. Even a little bit of a char component. I'm definitely feeling more on the sides, but it's all, it's engaged, like you said, in all the aspects of the palate. Long finish. The flavor stays. Yeah, yeah long. Water, it's a long. long. Yeah, it's pretty long for me. That After I blew it out, I was talking. I'm still tasting the taste as you were doing, and I took another hit on it. It's a long finish. Uh, it's a great cigar. Uh, we'll, we'll see. And uh, I look forward to smoking it on the show and you telling us how this, this is was what that we, cigar. Yeah, yeah we'll do, definitely do that. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the next cigar uh, is from the care package and it's now opened for a limited time. 32 more people remain. Yep, 32 so, slots. So we ought to wipe it out over the weekend, Monday, Tuesday, or whatever. 32 be, yep. people left. If, if you say, I want it in, it's now or never. You listen to the show, it's now or never. Go on to thecigarauthority.com. On the right-hand side, you'll see Care Package Graphic. Click it. It'll take you to twoguyscigars.com. Or if you go directly to twoguyscigars.com, search Cigar Authority Care Package. Yeah, it'll take you there. Click on it, and you'll get next month's uh, when they ship that out, which will be towards the end of the month. And you're off and rolling. Quit anytime you want. You won't. It's 20 bucks for cigars, including shipping. You can't beat it. Can't and uh, um, So that'll be that. More in the mailbag. Um, and... Um, We're live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced, and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. 
Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tobacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, 
attractively consistent and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hello and good afternoon. It's Randall Churchill here. My great-grandfather would have loved the Cigar Authorities show. We're back with our number two and a request for a bumper, Ed Sullivan. How do you like that? I like it. Yeah. Our number two, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We got a lot of mailbags to get from our listeners, and we're going to do that. But first, we're going to smoke a cigar from the Care Package. Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Barry. What did you say to me earlier? This is the most uh, polarizing cigar that we've had in the Care Package to date. The amount of emails complaining about it were actually uh, trumped by the amount of people that took advantage of the deal that's attached to the cigars in the care package. All right. So uh, so you either loved it or you hated it, and well, uh, more and people I, and, loved it. And I'm, and I'm saying the ones that hated it hate it because they haven't lit it yet. Yep. So that's the thing about this, and, I, and we want to include some of that. Yes, you, it's a great value all around for you in the care package, but you're going to try some cigars you never tried before. Yep. You probably never would have, so now you're actually forced to do it. Yep. One and of the people we'll that emailed happens. me told me I have enough Toscano sitting in my humidor. I'm never going to smoke them. Stop sending them. Well, you're doing yourself a disservice because evidently there were more people that liked it. I got enough in my humidor. We we in. Ten years, we've done this twice. Yeah, two. And two different ones. Yes. This is different than the last time we did the 1492. Right, and I think we might have done one before that as well. Okay. So this one is the original one. Yes, this is the uh, Toscano Originale, and it's manufactured in Italy for Toscano cigars. It's a cheroot that measures six and two-thirds by 25 at its thinnest point and 41 at its widest. Features a Kentucky wrapper with Italian and Kentucky filler. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar sets you back $5.99, while a box of 30, which comes in a beautiful leather-like case, is just $159.99, which is a savings of $20 or 11% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from the brick-and-mortar retail that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. What the hell does that mean, leather-like? 
Oh, I'm not sure if it's real or if it's a uh, fall. Pretty letter. sure it's real and it's uh, spectacular. It's a humidor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it comes in its own humidor. It's beautiful packaging with a with a humidifying yes, element. Yes, I just did not do the actual testing to say it's 100% leather. So, well, I licked it, <laughs> and it tastes like leather to me. There we go. So. Reminds you of the ball gag. <laughs> Those are rubber. <laughs> um, but you this digress. Is, this is handmade in Italy. Yes, it is. Yeah. Italian handmade using a blend of Italian and Kentucky. So it's a blended cigar. It has to have Kentucky in it to end up having this flavor. They make a line that is all Italian. They make a line that is all American. And they make a line that is the 50-50 blend or yep. some sort of uh, percentage of each. And that's the one we have here. Um, I know this cigar oh too well. Um, growing up in an Italian family and everything, this was the original one. And there's, uh, at the time, there was only one way to smoke this, and that was to cut it in half. And I, I tell you never to do that on any cigar, with the exception of this cigar. You can actually cut it in half, and you share one half with a friend, and the other half uh, you smoke. Uh, or even if you were smoking by yourself, typically the guys would end up cutting this in half. They sell some that are already cut in half. But this one came as a whole. It's a handmade cigar. They because do make machine-made versions, but this is a handmade cigar. Because it's dry cured, it really doesn't require humidification, which I, of course, put to the test. I smoked it to go play tennis with my wife, and I set it on the banister when we were done. And a couple of days later, we went to play another round of tennis, and there it is on the... Baking in the sun. Just a part of it was bleached. It, I think it rained on it. And I grabbed it, and I go, well, what's this going to taste like? Exactly the same as it tasted when I did the first walk. Yeah. So this can t this can handle anything. So you want to cut yours and or go straight, or what do you want to do? Should some? Oh, I think I'm going to try for the first time ever. I'm going to go straight. Wow, I'm actually surprised. I didn't think you'd be able to go straight. You can't go straight. I'm going to cut mine in half. Yeah, I'm going to cut mine too because I haven't done that. All right. And ready to go. I'll smoke the bigger half. This one is an important one to taste before you light it. It's because got that smoky component to it. I will keep this in my mouth and chew on this for as much as an hour or so before, <coughs> before even lighting it. I like what it tastes like regular without even lighting it. Almost like a little candy. Licorice. It's smoky yeah. licorice. You know? It is the original Kentucky Fried Cured Cigar. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with a lighter that combines two brands, the Lotus Group and Lifestyle Brands LLC, to bring you the Margaritaville Lighter Series. This is the Musket. It retails for $34.99. It features three jets, single action, the padded vertigo, big-ass tank, and easy adjustment on the bottom again for just $34.99. You get a piece of Margaritaville history to light your cigars. And there's something we were talking about during the break of somebody branding something with a company. So they would go to meet with these people and say, okay, so the margarita people get a little money from these people that have lighters to use their name. That happens a lot of things. Winston Churchill, the bumper that happened, the Winston Churchill Foundation, get a little money for every Winston Churchill and a new one that just came out this week, right? The limited edition 2019 10-count box. How was it? I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. I think I gave it a 93. Ah. Well, and, uh, I hear a lot of people saying that your ratings are awful high. <laughs> yeah, they're a little high. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe that Byron will get a 102. We'll see what happens. Really? Uh, 
But to put you on the spot, and I'm sorry, but Steve Stacy in the Facebook live chat wants to know if you received the ashtray that he sent you, and what did you think of it? I'm guessing by his silence, he's not received yeah, it. Yeah, Steve, he has not received the ashtray. What, what is it? I don't From know. Indianapolis. He hasn't said what it was, but he said to ask you if you like the ashtray he sent. Um, evidently, it hasn't arrived. No. I, I was away, but no packages with your name on it no. came in. Okay. I have not. Thank you in advance. Uh, I like it already, <laughs> but I don't, know, I don't know what it is. We'll know what fits. Oh, I can't get the wrong size in an Mr. Jonathan's looking confused, too, so yeah. he didn't steal it from me. What fits? Ashtray. You can't buy fat guy clothes because it's hard to get the right size. An it's ashtray, not- it's hard to get the wrong size. I'm an ashtray works. very confused. But thank you. You don't need to send presents, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, all right, let's, um, let's get to... Uh, mailbags and let's bang out a whole bunch of them and get caught up. Or you're not going to get caught up, but get as much caught up as you can. All right. Rob writes through the Contact Us page, help, I'm turning into Mr. Jonathan. Oh, Ooh. God. A simple thank you would have sufficed. Is, is no. it a, a ribbon story? Yeah. <laughs> I've smoked cigars for decades, but only started geeking out on them three years ago. The Scar Authority has been super fun and helpful in that. Thank you. But I've never been able to identify flavor notes beyond pepper and chocolate. You do on this cigar, that's for sure. I could detect distinct flavors, but mostly couldn't name them until now. The stick I just smoked was black black pepper on fried chicken skin. Nice. <laughs> you see what I mean about turning into Mr. Jonathan? Mr. Was J's- that the Aladino Maduro? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. He doesn't say. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mr. J's discriminating palate is all the more remarkable, given that he doesn't retrohale. Here's a tip from an amateur. Slowly blow the smoke out of your mouth until it's mostly gone. Then while still blowing through the mouth, open the nasal valve and blow through the mouth and nose. It's less intense. It's like a snoot full of pool water. <laughs> less like a snoot full of pool water. And it really does enhance the flavor. I just did it. That And it worked. And lip smacking, of course. So you hold it all in your mouth and then you're trying to get it all out. Do what he just said. Do no, it. No. Do it. Man, that was a good cigar. It was uh, something Maduro, the thing ran i spilled my coffee on it sorry uh wishing you a happy and prosperous 2019 down with the fda more cowbell signed rob all right come on do it he wrote into us and he told you this is how he do it you ask people to do it the way you do it whatever you're saying so do it you get it hold in your mouth blow it out and then there's a little bit left that you don't even know is there just hit it yeah perfect he did it fantastic (laughs) <laughs> and he still wants to puke. If you blew the rest out, once I said you did it, to get rid of it. Don't keep going. No. Yeah. That was actually but perfect. I will say, you know the extra toasty Cheez-Its? <laughs> yes. I'm picking that up now on the retro hail. Uh, that and uh, pain and eyes watering. Those are the two things I'm experiencing. Extra toasty Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its, yeah, they have the extra toasty Yeah, ones. yeah, I'm not happy with that. Oh, those are the best ones. Uh, Some of them are a little burnt. Yeah. How could you not be happy with I that? I don't know. It's those like are the, the best well, ones in the regular box. It's like the well-done French fry. It's like, you know, you find one that's overly... I want to know the best one. who in the world wants their French fries not well done. Because the, the, the restaurants give them to you, they're not well done, and it's like, no, I, I want my French fries well done. That's how French fries are supposed to be cooked. They should always be well done. Yeah. Not soggy. 
Now, do you like not the, soggy? There do you like be the a crunch fries? Do you like the crinkle cut? I like them all. I'm not a discriminatory person when it comes to French fries. I just want them all well done. How about the the French fry down in um, Chelsea at the New Bridge Cafe? We didn't get French fries. We ended up with steak tips and broccoli for some reason. No, I didn't no, French no, fries no. broccoli was an option. Who are you I, I remember the French fries just as much as massive. the steak tip. They were huge. Massive, thick, not well done. Those weren't no, French fries. Those were, were wedge potatoes. It was like a wedge potato. That's it was a wedge potato. It's the same French thing. Fries. It was a, a, a potato that was cut into six pieces. Yeah. That's not a French fry. It is. It was a French they, fry. They yeah. deep fry it. Barry, the problem with the steak fry, if it's well executed, it's fantastic. But too many of them, they don't get it crispy enough on the outside. Right, and you get that little soggy in the center. I yep. agree. The whole thing no, is the I, olive I, I, oil on the outside to get that crisp. You can't deep fry something in olive oil. You can't. It burns. It has a high burn factor or something. All right. Can't do it. Go ahead. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page, and the crispy cream killer is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the FDA is real. What do you think can be done to raise awareness on the FDA and the fact that no new cigars can come out post-2016? I'm getting killed on Reddit trying to explain this to people. It's exasperating. Thank you for that word. Uh, are people really that thick? Is it my imagination that there really can't be anything truly new out there? True. There are people suggesting the FDA will be set up and cheerfully be approving new blends by new companies in perpetuity. The FDA approves only things they deem safe and effective as per their mantra. It's too expensive to put a cigar through that you don't know if it's going to make it or not. Therefore, nobody will do it. So there will be no new ones. So how do we talk about new cigars is the question of new cigars that come in. I'm, I'm just tasting something now, and I'm telling you, here's a cigar. It's not even out yet. So how does that end up happening? Because it did exist before. It was put out, but... Now it's tweaking and changing things. So a lot comes. of us received lots of cigars. We, we got hundreds of brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some we smoked on the show. Yeah. So we'll have to focus on new packaging. New packaging or the name changes. So new, that's another thing. New package of the year award. Listen, I got a brand that I've had for a long time. And one of the manufacturers says, you know, so-and-so has a brand very, very similar to what you called your cigar, which you did many, many years ago, and he's never contacted you on or anything on it. And I said, no. And he said, well, he should have a problem with it, and I'm looking at new packaging while I'm down there. And he said, if you come out with it this nice, you're going to have a problem. So why don't you consider a name change? So I can change the name of it completely. I put into the FDA that this exact product is the same exact product. One time, you can do it. But I need to change the name. Who are you, and what have you done with David Garofalo? I know the guy, and it's uh, I don't want to fight, and it's not that important. i got to pick my battles. You should do the same. (laughs) Never. You should do the same. There is no way they are proving anything tobacco-related ever. The key now is to educate people beyond the small core group of people who listen to your show. I'm trying, but losing my patience with a-holes. Try working with Barry. Did he say that? No, no, no. I no, he it. That was my traditional commentary. He chose not to pick his battles. Yeah. Right. Hey, at least I have hot, the hot dog with mustard. I don't eat hot dogs, so. You know, I'm not the guy that puts You don't eat hot dogs or ketchup. Correct. Or mayonnaise. You're a strange cat, my man. <laughs> It's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this for the Don? And if so, 
for how much? Today, it's going to be $200,000. Would you fake your death for one full year? You come back, and you get $200,000. Fake yes. your death for one year. Yes. I would like to, in the future, have a little piece of paper and write down who's going to say yes and who's going to say no, because I knew you would say yes to yeah. this. I would fake my death, disappear. I don't totally think it's off legal. the grid for a year. And Mr. Jonathan would say no. I don't think it's legal. So what's the so what happens to you? What's the fine? What's You're in the jail and it says, yeah, the guy tried to fake his death. What's the two? What's two hundred thousand dollars going to do in jail? I would say it's illegal if you collected the insurance. But other than that, you told everybody you were dead or you uh, disappeared. And how you, horrible would it be if you canceled your insurance to pull this off? Yeah. And then during the year you died, mm, you wouldn't collect the two hundred or Pasco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wouldn't do it. I don't think I would do it. Ed Sullivan, I'm not going to do it. I love my job too much. Mm. I couldn't take a year off. Right. So I would just love to go off the grid for a year. So. I, I knew you would. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would. Two hundred thousand at the end to try to get your job back, and would we hire him back for pulling that off? Mm. But he may not want to. He's got 200 large at that point, and they say, I'm going to take another year off. And then it's all gone. And, and then start again. And he's back. And that's what I would bet he would do. Yeah, I'd have to come, <laughs> yeah. in, I'd have to come into $50 million to stop working. $50 million. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Well, $50 million is $25 million after taxes. Yeah. I, I would still, still, still want to work. It's good. You know, I might do the Pat Palladino and do it part-time. Yeah. So you like working. You I like do. your job. I like coming in every day. Yeah. I like getting into arguments with Pete and Damari. And yeah. <laughs> and Ed Sullivan likes to work. Because Ed Sullivan, by the way, doesn't have to work. He doesn't. You, I don't know if you know about that. I mean, right. Nor does he want me to say that, but he doesn't have to. <laughs> and, Mr. Right. and Mr. Jonathan but, has many jobs. But, Dave, let's be clear. I don't have $25 million. No. No. But you got enough. I got enough. Yeah. Enough for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another one from the Contact Us page. And uh, Sam writes, and not to be confused with Sammy B, this is a different Sam. Who's in the building right he now. He is right now. He's mapping out a room. With He's some, angry, too. Well, I put ash on his $1,000 laser. laser level. <laughs> yeah. It's a little thing that we do to each other. Yeah. Uh, Floby, the thing Dave cuts his hair with. Mm. <laughs> I was listening to an old podcast episode in which Dave was cutting his hair on camera with wow. his Floby. Boy, that was old. My God. Try that was when we had actually no content. We didn't know what to do. I actually <laughs> cut my Just hair. Just for the record, I'm in his office and we're working on show prep and he pitched the idea. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut my hair with the Floby. And I said, <laughs> we really have hit rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> we have no content at all. We were just warming up. And he My said, God, that was old. I'm doing it. Okay. I <laughs> uh, tried finding the video for that episode, and it wasn't available because you stream deleting old video content. Yeah. Remember you guys saying to send in ideas for a show, so let's see Dave bust out the Floby again. It was good for about five minutes worth of content. Then Mr. Jonathan started talking about cigars rolled on the breasts of women. I don't remember that. Uh, if that company is still around, have them on the show, and you could make the entire weekly segment out of that. I'll do it. <laughs> and is there any chance we could get old Far Freddy back? Happy I'm, New I'm Year, ready everyone. for it. I'm ready for a haircut soon too. We yeah. had Nick Malillo next week. Maybe we'll all 
cut out here, except for you, Jonathan? <laughs> I'll, uh, well, if you put the long attachment on, I could flow my beard a little bit. Maybe the next week. The next week. I like to be alone when I do that. <laughs> it's horrible. It was horrible then. The Floby should have been a unbelievable product. I still have it. I still use it. It's well, that's a, why they went out of business. They, they didn't made, go out of business. They They're made the product there. so good that it lasted for over 20 years. Yeah, it's a great product. And uh, We're going to bring a friggin' no. vacuum up. It's loud as hell. Have you had to buy a new vacuum? Yeah, I've gone through vacuums. Yeah, but, but not he has, he has a new Floby in a, the packaging yeah, in that case, he's never pulled out. In case they went out of business. Back up. Yeah. And he has the original Floby that he uses. That's smart. Why do I know so much about him? <laughs> and the Floby. <laughs> I research- don't you two see that you're in love with each other? Don't know too much it. about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I researched the company. They're, on, they're in Texas. And uh, the guy's happy and does not want to sell his business. You tried to buy it. I was interested. <laughs> I think it was just marketed <clears throat> poorly. And that it could be a big thing. I don't think the color combination is right. And uh, it was actually a, a, a pet grooming product is how it started. But how and, poorly was it marketed that everybody knows what a flow is? Right, right. But it was, it, it was a joke. Nobody would admit. But it's not a joke. Right. It's a real good product. Nobody would admit to using a flow except for you. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, everybody knows what GLH is, but does anybody actually use it? GLH. That's the spray hair. Ah. Ron Popeil. Yeah, I remember that. When you had a bald spot, you sprayed your, your head. Nobody knew what that knows what that is. Did he said to explain it? it when you were balding. No, no, I shaved it off like a man. Yeah. All right. So your thoughts here on uh, and we're saying early thoughts on Toscano because you did have to Barry, right? Yes, I did. So, so we could go maybe another half hour with half. This could I, be a two-hour smoke. I agree. And having watched The Godfather, I find more enjoyment in Italian cigar. Here we cigar. go. It's changed my whole life. It is. It is. You're selling it, buddy, but I ain't buying it. <laughs> you should do it, Mr. Jonathan. No. You should I'm do good. it. Do you like it? Do you like this? I do. I like. I, I do smoke these, uh, I wouldn't say weekly, but monthly. I pull the trigger typically on a, uh, a little five-pack. Every once in a while, man. It's, go a good, it's a good break it up. And, you know, people say break it up with a flavored cigar. This is kind of a flavored cigar, but it's flavored by Kentucky tobacco right. being in it. And fire curing. Yeah. But it's not overly done. Like people try to do it with premium cigars. I think it was a failure. And Joe Gutt in the chat room says uh, he has to say this Toscano is pretty good. Mm. So and the whole yeah, purpose of the care package is to try cigars that wouldn't normally be on yeah. your radar. You really can't crap on the cigar. I mean, I guess you could say you don't like the way it tastes. How much does this cost? Five bucks. Five ninety nine. Yeah. So you got more than your money's worth. It's one of four. Mm-hmm. It's not like I put a whole bunch of $1 cigars in there or anything like that. <laughs> Not that you can get a $1 cigar, but it's still worth more than your, your 25% of your, your package. Right. And no, you don't like it because you're looking at it. You got You definitely have to get past the look of it. It's ugly as hell. Yep. Uh, and it's a unique taste, so maybe that's something that not everybody digs on. But I'll tell you. Clint Eastwood didn't have a problem with it. He certainly didn't. Yeah. And this is, I'm not huge on pairing, but this is an unbelievable pairing with any beef product. You get a steak, you get a burger, and you're smoking and eating. This is the one that I would go to. I like it. I, will, I always have some. I like it. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more in the mailbag, a matchup of the week, a classic three-way, and more. We're live at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. Ooh. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. 
Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And he'll be here with us next week. Right now, we're getting our Italian on and smoking the Toscano originality, banging through meal bags and lots more. Welcome back, everybody. Little little floral Are you picking a little herbaceous <laughs> flavor and uh, floral component, like I- an edible orchid? Like That's uh, courtesy of the Baroness yes, it is. sitting in the trying, audience. I was just trying to ruin you, but I couldn't remember the word. That's why I write things yeah. down. <laughs> Herbaceous? Herbaceous. Herbaceous. Yeah, spell that. H-E-R-B-A-C-I-O-U-S. I should have Barry do it. Yeah, they make fun of you about your spelling, your grammar, and they talk about you in the Dominican Republic. How's Barry doing? How come he can't spell still? Doesn't he have Ed sitting next to him? His abuse of the English language, and (laughs) these people barely speak English, and they talk (laughs) shit about Barry. It's my niche. Yeah. (laughs) Do they mention his ratings at all? They they seem to be pleased. (laughs) Well, because he has like three ratings. Other than his ridiculous hundred. <laughs> well, and not to bring up the snack authority again, but I'm going to end up doing it. We gave some bad ratings today. Oh, my I think gosh. maybe for the first time. For the first time. Yeah. So, sorry out there, but we, we got to play. We got to be honest here. So, uh, but this cigar, you know, I, I don't know if you, do you ever rate something like this? I, I reviewed it, you know, for what it was. I compared it to other fire cure tobaccos. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's it's less in your face than some of the premium it, ones. That the premium to. ones are awful. Yeah. The premium ones are awful. They're, they're all trying to be this and say, try this with a premium. It doesn't, and not to say this isn't a premium, it's a handmade cigar, but this is the way it's supposed to be. And I, I, think, I wouldn't want to rate something like this. This is a, a different experience. It's almost not like you're smoking a cigar. This is something different. Well, I alluded to that in the review, and the re- review of this cigar will go up after the show. 
because um, we review every care package in depth uh, right after the show ends. After dinner, Can I make a prediction? After dinner, you go outside and you have some grappa. Grappa? You ever have that? No. It's just like moonshine of, of wine. Yeah, right? This would go with grappa or even on a zet. Yeah, yeah. And, and be a nice thing. I say he gives it a 91. I don't remember what I gave it. Don't go changing it. I don't know. I'm not going to go changing it. I'm, but. I, I'm just so you know, I'm batting a thousand because I get the email for every single one of your reviews because I subscribed. Yeah. And I say to Trevor when I'm reading it, he's going to give it this. That's just from the title. And then I scroll to the bottom. Boom. I nail it every time. Yeah. You can get him figured out. All, All right. right. Now to see what I gave it. Just Look it up while Mr. Jonathan bangs out some more mailbags. All right. Through the Contact Us page, Joseph writes... Uh, for a show idea, hey guys, would love to hear an episode about the older days of cigar smoking, the boom era, old brands and cigar makers of yesteryear, and your experiences of how cigar smokers' tastes have changed over time. Love the show, Long Ashes, Joe. All right, give me that. That's easy enough to end up doing, and it's funny that that's what ends up happening when I go to the Dominican Republic, that I've been around a while, and I'm with a, s- some other uh, manufacturers that have been around a while, and we start talking about some old brands, and it's amazing to me when they start banging out that they made those brands. You know, they'll say something, and we'll talk about uh, one of them, and he says, oh, I made that, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm going to give you, for instance... Um, Barry, help me with the name of this. Orion was one of the sizes, and it was all the planets. Um, Don't know. um, Just dig around in Uranus, and you should be able to find it. Uranus was one of them. It was a thin band. Um, It was a thin blue band. Orion, Uranus. um, Oh, my God. I can't think of the name of it. But the cigar was made... It, it was touted as a French-made cigar, and Hochi Blanco made the cigar and sent it off to do its aging in France, brought back to the U.S., and then sold. Is that Pleiades? Pleiades, yes, thank you. Pleiades is the brand. Mm-hmm. Don't know that one. It was, it was funny. When you mentioned it, I could picture it in my yeah. head. Yeah. And- even the ornate box, this yeah. was a fancy cigar, and this was priced up where Davidoff was, and I'm talking early days in the 80s, that um, it was priced very high, and we didn't have Davidoff at the time, and Pleiades was a high-end cigar. And the story behind it of what it went, it was a very, very nice cigar. And it was one of those odd things that the cigar boom happened and the brand went away when it should have been the height of the brand. It went away during the boom. No kidding. It made no That's sense odd. at all. And uh, so we're talking about all the different brands. And Hochi said, oh, I made that cigar. And yes, I did really send it over to France where it got packaged and f- finished its aging process and stuff over there. And I said, why did they do that? I said, I don't know. That's what they did. And whatever reason, it ends up disappearing. Uh, and believe it or not, distributed in those days by Swisher, which uh, Swisher made all Swisher sweets and all that stuff. But they had uh, two other brands, which was Bering and La Primadora. And which was theirs, and they distributed Pleiades for Pleiades. And then it, the boom happens, and it went away. Maybe they couldn't find the distributor. Whatever happened to that brand, I don't know. Uh, he doesn't make it anymore. It's a totally different thing. I, it may be an internet brand, which wouldn't be the same cigar as it was. Right. I never smoked that cigar, and uh, Jonathan's wrong on his rating prediction. Ah, perfect. What'd you give it? Uh, you're going to have to tune in at 205 to see. <laughs> then it's an 89. All right. 
Brian writes, show idea through the contact us page. Hello from Georgia. Love the show. I'm planning some vacations and would love to visit one of the farms or factories on a several day tour. I know you've been to many of these locations and maybe could do a show with tips, stories, recommendations on a cigar vacation. I know some of the countries are not stable currently and being in the industry, you would have more knowledge of which ones to steer away from. Keep up the good work. So the answer would be go to the Dominican Republic. It's very stable. It's very safe. Uh, You're going to feel right at home. You're not going to have a problem. And even I don't speak Spanish at all. It's no problem because they're mostly, yep, it isn't a problem. And the one to go see is going to be La Aurora. La Aurora. Yep. One of the Uh, better factory tours in the DR. It's open all the time for regular people. Mm -hmm. You don't need any help from anybody to to get in. They have a museum there. Uh, they're very nice people, and they'll uh, show you around. And um, I don't know if you have to let them know in advance um, when you get there for a time. But in the past, you didn't have to. But now that they've made it more of a uh, tourist attraction, yeah, you might need to be there at a certain time. Yeah, I know there's information about it on TripAdvisor. All right, so TripAdvisor or uh, reach out to Barry Stein, and he's friends with all of them, and. Yeah. Uh, can make, make you know those awful. guys? Yeah, you know, I used to work for them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? I didn't know that. There we go. All right, it's time for the matchup of the week. Matchup of the week is brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Would you rather have unlimited money, power, and respect versus unlimited sex? So it's money, power, and respect. Or Those are the key to life for you hip-hop fans you know, out there. Not that I'm almost 50 and you ask this question, it's money, power, and respect. If you had asked me when I was like 17 to 23, it would have been sex. You can buy sex if you got money, power, and <laughs> respect. There we go. Yes, you so. can. Good answer. That's where I would have went with that. And money can't buy happiness, but I know some girls that do a good imitation. <laughs> well, see, I already have unlimited money, power, and respect, so I could go the other direction. And? You wouldn't. Would you? No. No, I'm taking the money. As a, as a young Ed Sullivan, like a young Barry? I still, on Jonathan's theory, I would have taken the money. If you have enough money... It's not a problem. Right. <coughs> yeah. Hey, unlimited sex you could have been a porn star and made the money. I guess. <laughs> hmm? I don't think they're highly paid. No? no? Back then, no. Now, it's a little bit different. But How many people do you think are going to watch you bang? <laughs> That's the question. You would probably There's watch. some sick I would. out there. I would. <laughs> There's some sickos that would want to see that. All right. Uh, Frank writes it, but I don't, I don't think it's our... I don't think it's our friend Frank over here. No, we got a Frank right here. We're looking at. We'll see. Uh, Through the Contact Us page, thank you for a great show. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I want to say thank you for doing an amazing show. Absolutely not, Frank. New (laughs) to podcasts. And once I found your show, I've become an avid listener. I enjoy, I love enjoying a cigar and listening to you guys. Thanks to all of you. I'm now expanding my knowledge on the taste of my cigars and enjoy supporting my brick-and-mortar store. Good. My love of cigars comes from my late father, who enjoyed them while mowing the lawn. I'm from the Chicago area, but hope one day I can make it to the East Coast and enjoy some smoking with you gentlemen during a show. I wish you all a happy and healthy New Year. Please do. From Frank. So anybody ever wants to come up every Saturday, and we have never missed one. 
every Saturday, noon to two, live from uh, the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, which is right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Come on up. It's always open to you. Come up. Be part of the, the uh, audience. Love to see you. Okay. Um, keep going. Keep going. we got time. All right. This one's a little longer. Wow, this one's held together. It's stapled. Two-pager. Get to the meat of it. That's all. All right. This is uh, submitted through the Contact Us page. Hello, everyone at the Cigar Authority. As a longtime listener, I know you are always in search of new show ideas, and so I thought I'd propose a potentially enlightening and possibly humbling venture. All right. As a wine and whiskey drinker, I'm always trying to identify the different smells and aromas in my glass. To practice when in spice shops, because we have a plethora of those, I get my wife to pick out random bags of spice, and with my eyes closed, I try and identify what spice it is. This gives me the most honest feedback about how good my nose truly is. I'm proposing that someone gather up a few of the most common and perhaps some uncommon cigar aromas and place them in a separate in separate odorless and opaque containers, numbered so they can later be identified. Everyone then takes a turn smelling the container and writing down their guesses. This way, you only need one container per smell. You could do it as a segment split evenly into your show parts or showdown. Either way, egos will be crushed, heroes will be made, and most importantly, we'll see whose nose knows best. Good luck, y'all. I hope you get some mileage out of this idea. I'm going to do it. Blind spice off. Yeah, just don't let Jonathan pick the spices. No. He'll go for the obscure stuff that nobody no, knows no, but him. Marjoram. Marjoram? Marjoram. No, marjoram. I don't know what that is. It's a spice. Yeah. Do you know it? I think I'd be able to pull it out. Yeah? All right. I don't know what it is. I think it's an herb. So how Jonathan knows these things is because Jonathan cooks every day. Yes. Every day. And Ed Sullivan is not only a cook, he's a baker also. So. He's really a scientist when it comes Butcher, to the kitchen. Butcher, baker, candlestick maker, yeah. I can handle Have you it. made a candle? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> All right, let's go to Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic oh, still for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's- Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. For those not watching, Jonathan's brother, Sammy B, just came over, ash-tagged him by dropping ash in his coffee cup. Jonathan finished the coffee and poured more coffee on top of the ash. That's part of the thing, right? You gotta do it. When you're in with a game with my brother, you're in. So if the ash ends up in your food or drink, you still consume it. If you've got a $1,000 laser level and someone puts ash on it, you suck it up, which I did to him earlier and brought this on myself. I put my head down. I was looking at looking <laughs> my thing. I missed the whole thing. I will be watching this episode. I almost YouTube. crapped my pants because I looked up and he's right there, which means the ash could be flying. 
So I like to typically get a little distance between he and I. This is Ashketball or this, this is, is Ashtag? Ashtag. Now what? I'm in. A lot of games. Who's our champion here? I uh, like the Patriots. I won last week. Ah! By the way, uh, big game tomorrow. Tomorrow, 640 kickoff. Oh, well, we're going to get this three-inch blizzard. So. And if they win, they will be in the Super Bowl. Two weeks in the, from now, they will be. Oh, two weeks from tomorrow, we'll be in the Super Bowl. You feel good about it? No. No? No. Tough one. Very Away, tough one. Tough. Okay. All right. So, uh, Barry's our champion. Uh, today is January 19th. The game Scrabble debuted on the board game market today. What year? Scrabble the board game. 1932. 1932. Ed Sullivan? I'm going to go 1914. 14. 1942. 42 for the point. 55. 1955 is it. And on the board is Mr. Jonathan. Here he comes. Ed Sullivan. The Beatles' Helter Skelter is played at the Charles Manson trial today. What year? 1973. 73 says. 1971. 71. 75. 75. Somebody's got two points. Mr. Jonathan, swinging. Swinging. Look at you. You know what it is? No. I've got plenty of carbon. You hide it from my ash. Ash. You were tired of losing, so you cheated. What, what, what taste do you get? Because he, he didn't have Kentucky. Oh, I don't know what, no, it's granular. Yeah? There's, there's, some, there's some substance to that ash. Okay. Uh, over to you. Born in the USA. Uh, single by Bruce Springsteen. Peaks today at number nine. You would think that would be a number one song, but it peaked at number nine. Today, what year? Uh, I think it's me, right? 1981. Yeah. 81. 84. 84. And I had 85. 85. Somebody has two points. Ed Sullivan, 85. 1985, when Two Guys Smoke Shop opened, we were singing Born in the USA. Ed Sullivan has two. Mr. Jonathan has three. And Barry Stein is a goose egg. But over to you. Sergeant Slaughter defeats the ultimate warrior for the WWF championship belt today. I believe that was Madison Square Garden. What year? 81. 81. Ed Sullivan. Believe it or not, I also had 81. 81. And you guys are one over. It's 1980. 80. It's 1991. Damn it. So. They both get a point. They both get a point. So Ed Barry. Sullivan and I are tied. There we go. And this goes over to. Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Dolly Parton, country singer, blonde, flamboyant country singer who released 26 number one billboard hits, including Jolene, Coat of Many Colors, and 9 to 5, was born today. What year? Dolly Parton. 1943. 43 says. 1944. 44. 41. 41. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. He says 44. It's 46. Mr. Jonathan with the lead at four to one to three. Big Dolly Parton fan. Yeah? Big fan. Over to Mr. Jonathan. And they are spectacular. They are. Janis Joplin, country singer, known for her rough sound, released five chart-topping songs in her four-year career. Imagine that, only four years. Died at 27, right? Yep. Me and Bobby McGee. Uh, she was found dead in the Landmark Hotel in Hollywood, California at the age of 27, but she was born today. What year? 1949. 49. 
44. I had 46. 46. Everybody is over. It's 43. How close, Oof. Barry? But it was 43. Everybody's over. I have one more question. And of course you do. That was your tiebreaker, and now you're trying to push it Sullivan <laughs> over the top. I have one more question, and then a tiebreaker. Nature Boy Ric Flair becomes the WWF champion at Royal Rumble. Woo! What that year? Was, that was so weak. It was. Uh, who goes? Uh, I'll take it. Yeah. 1984. 84. 85. 85. 87. 87 for the point. It's 92. So, we have a tie. 4-4-1. Four to four to one. Barry can stay here just to be the... Uh, Blanket. I'm going to write down my answer, but I'm not going to answer so one of these jamokes could win. <laughs> okay. Uh, it goes to Barry? Yeah, but it will go to Ed. I'm just going to write my answer All down. Right. He's making up his rules as he goes along. Well, it's a tiebreaker. I can't win, so it needs to be a tiebreaker. Lance Armstrong admits to doping in all seven of his Tour de France victories today. He admitted it today. What year? Two... 2014. 2014, he says. I'm hoping he's over. 1999. 1999. I had 2003. Barry would have won, but 1999 will take it because it's 2013. You said 2014, Ed Sullivan. Ugh. One over. And Mr. Jonathan's feeling it. He's feeling good about but, this. But see, I knew roughly when it happened. He had no clue. You're right, 1999. You guys can you guys can try stretching and twisting whatever you want. There's winners in this world, and then there's Ed Sullivan. Whoa! Wow. There's no wow. need of that. That's some harsh <laughs> yeah, words. Yeah, and so that's aggressive. why people and that people don't like him. He wonders why. Why don't people like me? He says. I don't ever say that. <laughs> that's right. There's a little raisin in this. A little raisin. Well, it's mostly Jonathan hates when I do that. I do yeah. hate that. So that should come back. All right. That's it. You want to say another mailbag or you just want to get out of here? Uh, we can do another one. All right. We can squeeze one in. All right. Submit it through the Contact Us page. James writes, gentlemen, and I use that term loosely, <laughs> just wanted to let you know how much I enjoy the show. Your knowledge of cigars and the cigar industry has been an asset to me. I've learned a lot since I found the podcast. I'll tell you how I feel about each of you, but I think my cousin Dave... The Oki Show <coughs> covered it all for us. I don't What's know what that, that means. means. The Oki Show is a—he's uh, a guy on Instagram, I believe, from Montana. Okay, and he does a show. I don't know if he does a show, but he's a member of the Care Package, and it's I called. Think he wrote in. I think he wrote in. All right, and he's called the Oki Show, y yeah, and you don't know if he has a show. No, his, but his screen name is the Oki Show. Really. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, Oki Show. Oki. Mr. J. O. K. Y. I. E. I. E. Okay. Guys, you guys done? <laughs> yep. Okay. I was excited to hear about Mr. J's, Mrs. J's celebrity crush on Brian Bosworth. Who doesn't love the Boz? As a lifelong Sooners fan, the Boz is Sooner Nation royalty, and Mrs. J needs to meet him. So here's how. The Boz can be seen riding his motorcycle around Memorial Stadium before and after every home football game. Plus, I do know a few people from the 85 National Championship team, so we can make this happen. We can meet up, find the boss, and take him down the street to Royal Pipes and Tobacco for a cigar and a drink. Really? You need the drink while Mrs. J is swooning. <laughs> Think about it. And Boomer sooner. So he's riding around on a motorcycle. How are you going to stop him? 
Should tackle. Jump, I just push Jonathan in front of it. Jump right up in front of the motorcycle. It's easy. And then say, "Come on, let's go have a cigar down." She'd probably flash him. Really, she's into the boss. Now, as ridiculous as this sounds, I have no idea who he is. Is he an athlete or is he? He's a, a football player, former yeah. football player. He's kind of known for his crew cut, blonde hair. Yeah, devilish good looks. He's swoonworthy. <laughs> right. He's on our list. We we had to make a list of celebrities, you know, before we got married. That you can. This is you know, the acceptable I, list, and he's on both of ours. So he's on both of us. As, so, as was Angelina oh, Jolie. Wow. You'll wave a ribbon at him as he's driving by yeah. on the motorcycle. <laughs> it's have to be a pretty large ribbon, I think. But so yeah. he must be older now. <laughs> it's probably your age. So you're saying so, yeah, he's ancient, he and he still plays? No. <laughs> oh. You're saying you want to tie one on with him? Is that what you're saying? Ah, is the show over yet? <laughs> it's just about over, but I'm confused here. <laughs> so he's, he's a just, retired football player. He played in the 80s. All right. And he, he goes to the games. And He was and he's slated to be on Dancing with the Stars. And ah, that's how see, now, she pulled some strings. All and, right. And she, she was the one. I'll only go if it's him. Correct. Ah, see, now it's starting to make sense. Okay. But good. maybe everybody doesn't follow you the way you think you do. <laughs> They don't have to follow me. They just follow her. All right. The Writer's Block Podcast NH on the United Podcast Network. All right. That's it. Final thoughts here on Toscano Originale. I'm glad we smoked it. I'm glad it was in the care package. Half a cigar, one hour. I would be happy if I got this, and uh, I did get it, so it's good. There we go. And, and there's going to people going to buy this because they say, wow, that was pretty good. I'd like to have those on the side. I'm going to tell you something. Don't mix these in your humidor with your other cigars. Keep them separate. Yep. Keep Put them, them in separate, a separate bag. because the other ones they end up. They don't even up, need to be in a humidor. Right. Leave them on the counter. The other ones end up getting the flavor I, of it. I'm, I'm always worried about that. I so. keep them in my glove compartment for emergencies. There we go. Nice you, emergency cigar. If you smoke a cigar on a pipe, you definitely owe yourself to try this. Right. Because there's similarity. It's a tweener. Yes. It's in between the two. Okay, next week, the wise man, Nick Malillo from Foundation Cigars, joins us right here on the Cigar Authority. We'll talk to him about the history of Connecticut tobacco and about his recent success uh, for brand after brand and where he is headed in the future. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And this week, you learned something this week. Never put ketchup on a hot dog. Never. And also... Keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.